You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 79. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We are approaching Christmas as I record this, and I am just so excited. It is one of my most favorite times of the year. I love the snow. I happen to live in northern Canada where we are immersed under several feet of it, and the sun is shining bright every day, and the snow is twinkling, and everyone has their Christmas lights up shining in the snow at night, and it is just so beautiful. And I love hearing the holiday music in all of the shops when I go out. It is just such a joyful time. And for the first time ever, Rob and I are heading out for a beach holiday for Christmas. And this is something that I've wanted to do forever. Back at when I was younger, you know, in my 20s and in early 30s, I spent a lot of time working overseas. And so I did have Christmases away from home in tropical environments and loved it. But that was different, right? Because I was, you know, there for work and I had a work family and, and people to celebrate and, and it was still a very festive situation. So I've never had the opportunity to purposely with intention go somewhere tropical for a Christmas holiday but Rob and I are doing just that we are meeting his brother and his family in Cuba and I cannot wait I would be lying if I said there just wasn't a little bit of regret because I do love a snowy Christmas um, but I am committed to embracing the sand instead of the snow for holidays this year and one of the things that strikes me as I look back on the year is how important my vacations have actually been in terms of teaching me about myself on my own weight loss journey. And that each of the holidays that I've taken over the past year has resulted in weight loss and me learning a lot about how my body responds to the way that I live my life when I'm on vacation and the way that I live my life when I'm at home. Many people find the opposite. They find that when they go on vacation, um, they eat more and they come back just a little bit heavier and I've experienced the opposite. And so part of my work over this past year has really been to explore what changes for me when I go on vacation to allow my body to release weight so naturally. And how can I bring a little bit more of that into my everyday life here at home? And that's what I want to talk a little bit more about today is how you can use your weight loss journey as a roadmap, I guess, for your overall fulfillment in life and as a roadmap for your own personal growth journey. And this is really important to me. You know, as I, you know, even say in the opening remarks of this podcast, it's not just what you eat, it's who you are when you're eating. And we so often cannot separate how we're eating with who we are and that our relationship with food so often mirrors our relationship with ourselves and mirrors how we do life in so many different ways that looking at not just our weight, but how we eat and how we relate to food can really provide a gateway into 
a deeper examination of who we are as women. And we can allow our weight loss journey to be more about personal growth and more than simply just losing weight. I often bring this up to women when we start talking about yo-yo dieting, because many of the women that I work with are middle-aged like me. Um, many of them have spent decades um, on the diet roller coaster, really engaging in yo-yo dieting behavior, losing weight, um, gaining it all back, losing weight, gaining it back again. And you, it's really easy to get absolutely suffocated by all of the frustration and disappointment that that endless diet cycling results in. And when you get to that point where weight loss becomes more than just weight loss, where it becomes a defining feature of your life simply because of how miserable the constant trying and the constant dieting has has made you, that sometimes to actually be successful in weight loss, we have to let that go and focus on ourselves instead. And what I'd like for women is to reach that point decades earlier before going through all of the suffering of, of the yo-yo dieting. And you know, part of the problem is society, right? We have been conditioned to believe that the way you lose weight is to eat less and move more. And that's all there is to it. And to fulfill that, we have gyms and personal trainers and Weight Watchers and countless other, you know, diet programs and thousands upon thousands of diet books out there on the market. And, you know, really, I shouldn't complain because I have a goal to write one of those books, you know, but the point being it really just leads us to believe that we should be searching for that one perfect diet, you know, the one right way to eat. And, you know, the problem with that search is, once again, you're looking outside of yourselves for answers that only your body can actually give you. And all it really leads to is frustration. And related to this quest to find the perfect diet is, of course, the quest to find the, the perfect body. And that we have this belief that if we finally achieve the perfect body, then we will be happy and people will love us, right? And that is really the end game. It isn't so much about the weight loss. It's what we think we're going to get when we lose the weight. And so one of my favorite questions to ask women is, you know, what do you want? <laughs> If you could describe to me in exquisite detail what your life would look like at your perfect weight, what would that be? And then the question is, or what the question should be, is not how are you going to lose the weight so that you can have those things, but how can you get those things regardless of your weight? Because, you know, I've said it so many times that weight loss will not bring you happiness. You will not love your body more when you lose weight. I have seen this millions of times and I have talked to countless women who have what society would deem a perfect quote unquote, you know, body who still hate on themselves and are still miserable and are still looking for love. So how your body looks and how much you weigh is not going to predict your future happiness and your future ability to find love or to feel love or to love right? That needs to come from somewhere else inside of us. The thing is also that pursuing this idea of perfect, whether it's the perfect diet 
or the perfect body is really only going to ever end in self-flagellation and self-abuse. It really is a soul killer because perfect does not exist. Even if you think you reached perfect, you're going to find something else to complain about and find a new level of perfection to aim towards. And so aiming for perfect is really such a broken strategy that really does no more than kill your soul and break your heart. And instead, what I would encourage you to do is look at how can you find fulfillment and joy and confidence and happiness elsewhere in your life untied to your weight or your body and completely separate from your weight loss journey. I am absolutely not suggesting that if you want to lose weight, you should stop and focus on being happy. That's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is that while you're taking some steps to have healthier habits in your life and move towards metabolic health, I'm suggesting that also in addition to that, you spend some time working on yourself, on your soul, on your mind, on your spirit, right? Engaging in personal growth. And you might be rolling your eyes as you hear me say that. And I did too for a long time. Uh, In fact, in my early 20s, and probably even into my late 20s, I was so big into uh, to personal growth. I had all the books. I listened to seminars on tape because that's what we had back then. And, you know, I was committed to a lot of the work. And, you know, of course, when I went to medical school, my life became all about science and studying and learning. And there was simply no time for that anymore. And now that I'm settled into my post-medical school life, um, have a much more forgiving, well, a little bit more forgiving schedule anyways, I've had the space to start to dive into this stuff a little more. And I think the reason why I have been seeing success in my weight loss recently is not because of anything that I am doing differently in terms of food, um, but it's because of the growth that I have been trying to do on the personal side of things. And that's really what um, the vacations that I alluded to earlier have really afforded me was insight into the fact that I am putting so much on to myself that I almost feel like I need the extra weight to carry it all. And when I go on vacation and let go of that stuff, my body can just easily let go of, you know, the 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 extra energy it doesn't need, right? And so a lot of my work over the past little while has been looking into why do I feel the need to keep my life so busy? How can I simplify that a little bit? And what happens when I feel all of that resistance towards simplifying my life? And that is the work that I think that is leading um, to weight loss. And it's not that I am eating any differently. It's that I am so much easier able to adhere to the things that I want to do and make the decisions that I want to make for myself and my body because I am in a much more relaxed state. That's really what it is at the end of the day for me. And I think, you know, another key part of it for me was really giving myself that permission to turn inwards. As a physician and a scientist and someone who absolutely loves books and reading and gathering evidence, I like to know what the science is saying, and I like to read the studies and make informed decisions about how I should be eating for myself. But as I'm sure you have all experienced, you can find any sort of way of eating, 
out there and you can find science behind it to back it up. Like there is just not a diet out there that doesn't have some study somewhere that shows it's successful, which really just makes it um, confusing. But, you know, when I when I actually spend some time thinking about this and thinking about why I'm so passionate about the way I teach weight loss, it's because I have seen it work for myself and I have seen it work for countless women around me. And other people who have found success eating in other ways or approaching weight loss in other ways are so passionate about it because it worked for them too. And at the end of the day, there's there's little nuggets of truth in every single way of eating. And people are successful because they find what works for them. And they get excited about it and want to share for every share it with everybody, right? I feel that way too. So I get it. But the goal for everybody wanting to lose weight should be the same thing to find what works for them. And to some extent, that means letting go of the constant striving, the constant looking for that perfect diet, and to tune inwards to see what your body really needs. And this is a skill that so many of us have lost as adults um, because we are so used to taking in information from the outside that we just can't hear the information coming from the inside. And I think working on personal growth allows you to reconnect to yourself in a way that you can actually hear those inner messages come through. And yeah, you can still read the studies and read the diet books and do your own um, you know, reading on the internet and exploring all of the the information out there. But at the end of the day, you get to turn inward and ask yourself, does any of this feel right? Does it make sense for me to try this with my body? How does my body reacting to all of the things that I'm trying now? That's the skill that we really need to grow. We're all experts at turning to our phones or the computer to get the answers. And what we need to do instead is become experts at our own selves, at our own bodies. And I think doing work on um, personal growth is really the way to do it. And I think this is so valuable because at the root of all of this, our challenges with food and body oftentimes have little, if anything, to do with food right? I mean, yes, of course, we like chocolate, we like chips. Part of it is that we simply like the food that we tend to overeat. But for many of us, that isn't actually how it started, right? We all started eating foods that were unhealthy for us for certain reasons, right? We all turn to food now um, for different emotions and different moods and other reasons that have nothing to do with hunger, because food is so much more to us than just nourishment for our body. And our issues with food and our weight are almost always symbolic of something deeper, right? For me, it was hiding, right? I just always felt this need to have approval from adults in my life. And if I didn't think that I was getting that, then it was easy to hide in food, right? And that's something that I have really been struggling with over the past year is trying to strive for less and just be happy with what I have in my life now because I've got a great life. And that, you know, that constant striving and feeling overwhelmed because of all of the different hats that I was wearing is what was driving me to eat to feel better, right? And so once I started removing all of that, the desire to eat to feel better started to go away, right? And that's why I ate so well on vacation because there just was no need for me to be overeating. 
And so what I'm suggesting here is that we can look at how we're struggling with food and the places where we're eating for reasons other than hunger. We can use that as a doorway into more profound and compelling issues to work on, right? It, if you are in your 30th freaking year of Weight Watchers or dieting and still not seeing success, I'd encourage you to experiment with taking a step back and looking at the reasons why you're eating and can you work on those as well, right? Can you work on the personal growth? Can you work on what might be missing in your spiritual life? Can you work on bringing more fulfillment into your relationships? Just where, wherever you're thinking that your life needs a little bit more work, can we focus on that instead of the weight loss and just sort of see what happens? And I think one magical thing that happens when we make that perspective shift is that we stop feeling like a victim of our weight, right? And I think I think a lot of us have a tendency to to victimize ourselves, right? To to not to not necessarily blame our weight on anybody else, but to to judge ourselves so harshly for decisions that we made in the past that brought us into the body that we have now. I think we spent a lot of time in the past, a lot of time worrying about the future, a lot of time beating ourselves up for decisions that we made, often the best decisions that we could make for ourselves, given some of the, the circumstances in our life that brought us into the bodies that we have now. And I think that if we can turn that around and instead ask, like, what can I learn from this? Why did I turn to food in these instances? Why am I at the weight that I am at? Really? Why am I really at this weight? Not saying, well, just because I don't exercise enough or, you know, because I, I eat too much X, Y, or Z, right? That's not the answer that I'm looking here for. I'm looking for the deeper answer. Are you like me? Are you constantly overwhelmed because you're always striving to get the next achievement so that people will love you? Like what, what is it for you? We all have something. And can you turn the eyes inward instead of outward to see what those issues actually are? And the final thing that I want to say on this topic is you know, I, I think one of the biggest benefits of doing this is that it actually makes us more likely to lose our weight in the long run. I think we've really been conditioned to believe that we have to fight against our body. We have to fight for the weight loss and that it's that dissatis dissatisfaction with our body, this intense need to be thinner to because we don't love ourselves as we are now. I think that using that as motiv motivation to change is really a broken strategy. And, you know, we say this all the time that you can't hate yourself thin. And I think that's really true. But if, if you think about it, if what you really want at the end of the day is to be happy and have love, you're not going to find happiness or love through hate. You just, you're, you're, you're just not, it just, just is not a possible thing. And I think if you want to be happy and if you want love, then you got to love yourself through this process. And I can't think of anything more self-loving and more along the lines of true self-care than allowing yourself to turn inward and do some work on, on personal growth. This strategy of self-hate, and I think if you have been on 
the diet roller coaster for decades. There is definitely a component of self hate there. Um, we can't we can't find love and happiness through through that space. So I implore you to do what you can to to turn inward and focus on what it is your heart and your soul really need, rather than what you need to lose weight. And just just be curious about the process. There are so many books out there. There are so many podcasts out there that can help you with this. I might do some more episodes in the future to give you a little bit more suggestions on where you can go and who you can turn to or books that you can read to help you out with this. But in the meantime, just spend some time with your journal, sitting down and reflecting on why am I really overweight and what do I think weight loss is actually going to bring me? I think that is a great place to start to do this work. All right, I'll leave you with those thoughts. Thank you for joining me this week and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.